Hello, I'm Noah Hardwick, and you're listening to the I Know a Guy podcast, the show where we discuss the difficulties of curating Christian music with guests while discovering new music along the way. Joining me today is Alex Merrick from Indie Christian Sound. Alex, can you tell me a little bit about yourself and about Indie Christian Sound? Sure. Uh, yeah, uh, just want to say, say hi. Um, but yeah, with Indie Christian Sound, it's not... We just started really the um, we, meaning me, uh, started the branding of it to be just this year. We changed it to be that name. But before it was just all under my name. Um, it, the way it kind of started with was uh, me just making the indie Christian playlist. And I just uh, started getting a lot, a lot of Spotify notifications that people were following. And then I was like, oh, that's that's cool. Um, and then uh, that kind of gave me a, a maybe a, a selfish thrill to want to look into even more indie Christian music, so to please more of the followers. <laughs> right, right. So, how <laughs> but, long have uh, you been making Spotify playlists? Uh, it's probably been two years now. Okay, wow, that's that's longer than I realized. So, yeah. I'm. I guess to give our listeners a reference, your indie Christian playlist is just shy of 1,300 followers on it now, which I'm just absolutely amazed by. Um, so I guess my let's go ahead and get the question that I think everybody's going to want to ask, which is how do you get people to follow your, your playlists? Uh, yeah, that's a good question. I'm not sure if I'll have an answer for that because... Uh... Um, yeah, it, it was just that random moment where people started following and, uh, but then I actually started looking into it because I wanted to replicate that and I wanted, um, I, I started noticing how many good artists there are out there and n no art, none of these artists were getting, um, exposure and I wanted to expand into more genres, um, more sp specific uh, moods or themes um, and so yeah the, to answer the question of how do you do it um, I mean I just after I uh, got a lot of followers in the first one I started looking into it the magic formula and from a lot of what I've read and my experience the I guess the magic formula is that you start out with a simple playlist that is um, not uh, that doesn't have repetitive artists, no more than two of the same artist, and um, it's uh, named either either um, either so that it's more searchable, or or it's named uh, in a very clever way that it makes it original. Um, those are kind of, I guess, the two things that I've noticed is um, just making sure that the playlist doesn't have too many repetitive uh, mm -hmm. artists, too many of the same songs from the same artist. Right. Um, and um, I forgot what the second thing I just said. <laughs> I think you said making the playlist a name that's searchable. Yeah, searchable, yeah. And uh, at least to get somewhat original. Yeah. How do you um, balance I, those two? I mean, that seems like a really um, polar opposites almost. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, um, I would say then the nice thing about, um, I, I think 
like I said, I can't really answer the question because I'm not sure if I, if there is a, like a magic formula, but I know that there is a, um, a, a market for, um, for kind of indie music in, yeah. in the Christian world. People are sick of listening to the same, um, same songs that are no offense to the big label artists, but um, people want more and expand, especially the millennials now. Um, so when when I label something indie, um, that really sticks out to people. And actually, Spotify does an amazing job uh, highlighting indie artists. So uh, when they start highlighting art, uh, indie artists and then get a whole bunch of their listeners into it, um, they get the drive to look into the Christian market as well if they are Christian. So I think that my assumption is that that is how it kind of picked up for on my end. Right. Yeah, I think it's uh, indie music and Christianity does seem to be, I don't know, maybe it's not different than in the, the mainstream market, but it certainly feels like it's harder in a sense to uh, get into that and, if you're an indie artist into the Christian music world, because it just seems so um, you've got to be on one of the record labels to, to get any kind of play on a radio station that does uh, just CCM. Yeah. And I don't even know too much about that. Um, uh, the details of that, but yeah, it is pretty much like that. It's uh, there's what, like two or three that are major labels that kind of own everything or is it just one um yeah there's i think three major labels at least in the mainstream but they also own most of the christian labels so it's pretty much the same yeah mm-hmm. yeah so how you, you mentioned like talking a little bit about radio how do you s- correlate i guess what you do with with radio i mean do you see yourself kind of like being a dj or um um yeah, that's a question. Uh, yeah, these are all great questions because I it's something that you you were asking me while I probably thinking about these for the <laughs> first time. No, that that's perfectly fine. I'm making them up as I go. <laughs> yeah, but um, uh, would you repeat the question just so I, I, okay, I yeah. answer correctly? Um, so you you mentioned uh, the Christian radio and stuff and. I guess I kind of see a lot of ways Spotify as something that's replacing terrestrial radio, at least in millennials' lives. So do you kind of see what you're doing is similar to like what you have DJs doing or what they used to do anyway with breaking new artists and stuff like that? I I guess yeah, mm, I have a hard time saying yes to that because <laughs> um, it. I guess I never saw myself that way. I would say I'm more in a way just, um, I guess, an avenue for the artist to get more of the, more of the highlight for free. When yeah. with the radio, um, that was people, something that people tuned into um, at a specific time to listen to. At a, um, and artists uh, had to have some sort of partnership with the radio or I don't know what kind of deals would have to be made in order for that to happen. But I guess with this is just, uh, I, I see this as a such a cool thing where I don't have to do a whole lot and I'm able to get this following going and then 
all these artists are able to get so much more exposure through it. Um, and I don't even have that many followers compared to <laughs> compared to some of them. Ones. You're right, but compared yeah. to me, you've got a lot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, but yeah, there's like um, a big one that not not your mother's uh, Christian music. Or, yeah, I really like that playlist. Yeah, there's a uh, quite a few on uh, on there that are really good playlists, and um, I really commend those playlist makers for um, just getting that music out there. And um, a lot of Christians, they need that to um, just stay in, um, I guess, in the Christian realm. Mm -hmm. To um, There's nothing wrong with secular music. I listen to a ton of it, but um, sometimes you still uh, just want to get inspired by uh, other people's words, what they're going through. Right. You, um, you, you kind of want that um, people with the same worldviews you do because it's, I don't know, maybe it's kind of like having the, the, the home game or something. I don't know. Yeah. 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 That, that's, that's, yeah. You probably zeroed right in on, on that. The worldview, um, it helps a ton. Uh, it's, you're able to relate to it a lot easier. And um, so, right. Um, so, um, did I, did I cut you off there? No, no worries. Okay. So when you like, say making a playlist from scratch, how would you go about doing that? Um, so it, it depends on uh, what type of playlist, um, there are, um, maybe genre playlists and then there's, um, kind of a, a mood Thematic. slash theme playlist. Yeah, and uh, I, I'd say the indie ones; those have been uh, more genre-ish, um, mm-hmm. because uh, I still allow. Um, I guess it's not just like rock or um, folk music. I I kind of branch out into a lot of other things like electronic. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, allow those uh, into that playlist. But uh, the way I would start it out with, uh, let's say the the latest one I just I just uh, was working on was uh, gritty worship. Um, that one was I remember seeing that one. Yeah, um, and that one uh, uh, didn't pick up. Not all playlists pick up um, on on people wanting to hear that um, that sound or. Um, so it, and maybe it was even the naming of the playlist, but yeah, in this particular ca- uh, case, I picked. Uh, I was looking for artists that had the kind of uh, deep, either heavy voice uh, that had a gritty sound mm-hmm. or a raspy voice. Um, so I, I selected a, a bunch of those, and I, I think I even posted it on the Reddit, um, uh, asking for any. Um, uh, asking any anybody on the uh, Christian sound, no, uh, Christian music, right? Uh, uh, subreddit. And uh, so yeah, add, added some of that music in, and then I I I guess I would share it um, on that. Uh, I guess with whoever I can. Mm-hmm. Um, most of the places that I have shared it were just Reddit. Yeah, um, I was gonna and, say, did you get most of your start just from sharing stuff on Reddit? Yeah, most of it. Uh, other than the, that very first playlist that I made, it, it was picking up on its own. But um, all the other follows that I get, um, they're typically after I share it on Reddit. 
So, uh, like, if you're making a playlist, do you pay any attention to, like, the order of the tracks? Or do you just kind of just dump them in there and they just fall at the bottom? Yeah, it's a good question. Uh, um, with the desktop, um, this this would be impossible for me to do this on my phone. Oh, yeah, definitely. The Spotify yeah. app isn't that advanced. <laughs> no, it definitely is not. Uh, but... Uh, on a desktop, the nice thing about the desktop is that you can order the tracks, and I for sure try to do my best to put the best ones in the front. Mm-hmm. Uh, even though most people, I think, do use the shuffle button, I have noticed quite a few not using that. And um, just to, from a quick glance, those first four tracks are crucial for them to determine whether they want to uh, continue listening to that playlist or following that playlist. That makes a lot of sense. And I surprisingly have not even considered that, but, um, I can definitely see that that's, I mean, it's the same way with an album. You put your, the track that you think is going to be the most engaging at the beginning of an album. Why Mm -hmm. would a playlist be any different? Yeah. Yeah. So, um, and, and I think that was just from the tips that I've learned. Um, and, yeah, all of these tips, uh, there's a lot of them out there, but um, you just never know sometimes what works and what doesn't. Right. Uh, but I think that's what I've noticed. Uh, and when I update the playlist, uh, so with this Gritty uh, Worship playlist, I've noticed mm-hmm. that once I shared it, I got 30 followers on it. But then uh, after that, uh, two weeks later, it's still 30 followers. So that's when I like, realized. Grown any. Uh, yeah, it hasn't it hasn't um, gained any followers after that, and that's what I know that all right, that's a nice playlist for me to enjoy, but that's not something I'm going to continue to invest in, right? Uh, right. Invest my time into, um, so that's kind of where I fi- uh, figure out where I put my time into. If something just didn't work, then the, I uh, if, if didn't get any traction, then maybe I'll delete it. Or I'll, I'll make it private for my own uh, enjoyment. Right. I'm not, um, it depends on um, how they work. So I'm curious, have you ever, like when you're making these playlists and you've got a lot of followers, do you ever put music on it that you aren't personally crazy about, but you think somebody else might be, so you can put it on there anyway? Uh, I would say yes, Um I think a good example of that is Cass. Uh, I think you probably have seen that release. Um, I think uh, that was a kind of hip hop. I'm not sure what what genre you would put that into, mm-hmm. uh, but she's an independent artist, as in she's not signed, and she's a Christian artist that was just brand new, um, and her her music is just amazing, just like top notch quality, and she. Uh, made it all on her own, uh, just out of laptop and whatever she's, she's got. Um, and it just, it sounds so amazing and like it was professionally done. Right. Uh, so I had to put that on the indie Christian playlist, but it doesn't really fit everything else that I put on there because uh, historically that has been folk, uh, kind of alternative mm-hmm. rock uh, or even electronic indie but her music is more kind of hip-hop-ish so i have definitely put um certain artists that i just i completely completely love 
and uh, I'm not sure if the everybody else would love on that playlist, but I love them so much that I, I knew that I wanted them to gain more traction. So I would put them on there. Cool. Have you ever been contacted by a band or label or anything like that to ask if you would put their music on, on your playlist before? Yeah, I have uh, quite a few times. I, I actually start, uh, and because of that, that that's, that was the big move for me to change it into a, uh, indie Christian sound instead of it, it being under my name. Right. Uh, because I, I didn't want people contacting me personally. <laughs> like me, probably. <laughs> yeah. No, uh, I mean, you and I have, uh, to give more context to the listeners, yes. you and I um, have, uh, uh, on Reddit, I uh, visit frequently the Christian music Reddit, and then you're one of the moderators there. Correct. And uh, I'm a moderator of the indie Christian music. Um, and you and I have uh, have uh, messaged quite a few times on there and commented on a few things. And um, so um, I don't remember why I gave that context, uh, actually. <laughs> um, I don't remember either. <laughs> oh, we were talking about how you ch- changed your name um, because... Yeah. yeah. Yeah, so, no, it's not... Uh, we already have that history, so you were messaging me about it because we've had that history. But, yeah... Um, yeah, I changed my name, uh, changed the name for to that, and I've actually put into the playlist um, an email that people con- can contact, and I've started a Facebook page that people can uh, um, uh, comment on uh, uh, all the album links that I put on there and everything, okay, uh, and message me. You're gonna so, have to show me how that you you were able to put an email address. Oh yeah, they, they added that, didn't they? Where you could yeah, add descriptions. Yeah. Cool. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna have to go back and check that out. <laughs> yeah, you can not. Uh, you can even change the um, the message me button to be email me instead. So, whatever your preference is. Actually, I think they got rid of that button, didn't they? Really? Yeah, because I was looking for it because I was trying to contact some of the other people I follow on Spotify, and it's not there anymore. Hmm. Weird. Yeah, which <laughs> we might have to talk about that in a bit too. Um, Spotify removing features. Yeah. Yeah. For uh, sure. That. But to continue on with what we're talking about, um, one of the things that I know that we've talked about on Reddit quite a bit is um, how to curate Christian music because it's a really hard thing to define and decide what to include. And I'm going to honestly say I'm really thankful to I've talked to you about this stuff because you're one of the people that I think has really helped me to um, be more discerning in what I'm going to um, list because I make... A weekly list of all the new music that I can find and post it on Indivision Music every week. And you've yeah. definitely called me out a few times on stuff that I've posted <laughs> that I probably shouldn't have. So um, that's one of the reasons I wanted to get you on here is I just wanted to thank you for saying, hey, thanks for holding me accountable <laughs> with that stuff. But um, how yeah, do you but... go about deciding what you're going to include and whether or not it's Christian enough for your playlists? Uh, yeah, that is uh, also a good question. I think um, that's... I mean, first of all, uh, it, that's just part of the Bible, like the whole accountability piece of making sure that, um, and I love that you were also receptive of that. And, um, and so, and I love that list that you constantly make that I wouldn't make my playlist without <laughs> Thank having you. a reference to uh, new music. I've actually stopped even doing my own research and just relying on your work now. So <laughs> don't quit. <laughs> okay. <laughs> 
Um, but uh, yeah, back to the curation. Uh, I think the way it started out was uh, I, I, my very first one, I put on artists that were not Christian, but um, had just Christian sound or cr- Christian themes. Right. Uh, as well with, so it was both Christian artists and then there was a few that were not Christian artists, but they had Christian themes. Um, and I put out, put those in because um, some of them were talking about their struggle with faith and others. Um, there was one that was talking about um, like uh, slavery and sex trafficking and mm-hmm. uh, how uh, I think the lyric, uh, I, want, I forgot the artist's name, but the lyrics were going something like, um, heaven, uh, are you happy now that uh, that all of this is going on here on Earth? Um, so those appealed to me a lot because they spoke to me as a Christian. That's that's something I would struggle with. Um, uh, there's a lot of Christians that struggle with a lot of things and they doubt things, mm-hmm. um, but they still um, they're just basically honest with God about it. So I started out with putting questionable, I guess, artists on my playlist, and I actually was called out on it. So it, it was it, it was uh, accountability from somebody else, and they uh, messaged me and said, "Hey, like these artists, I, w- I want to listen to all the music that is just encouraging and building me up, and um, these artists that you that." Um, and they list a few specific ones. Uh, uh, they don't seem to be Christian. And I was like, yeah, I guess you're right. <laughs> um, so that really made me rethink it um, because um, I wouldn't want to make somebody stumble by putting in um, a non-Christian artist right. uh, who was st- struggling with faith and l- has left to faith. Um, I don't want to shy away from the discussion, but if most of my following is Christians, and um, I, I guess I don't want to co- open up that can of worms, so I've kind of been a lot more discerning and putting in the artists that um, that I've researched well, um, and I think you can ask some more specific questions into clarifying which, I guess, which right. ones, because um, some, some can be Christian uh, people, but not to have Christian music. Um, right, right. They they can be Christians, but not sing about Christianity. Yeah, and uh, I think I do add some of those based just as long as they don't have um, like other songs that are bad songs. Um, or swearing, or right. or anything else on there. So one of the things you just mentioned there was like um, the wanting music that's encouraging and positive and stuff. How do you balance that though? Because I have a hard time believing that's like the only kind of music Christians should write. And I understand that you don't want to trip somebody else up, but you also I feel like you don't want to just leave somebody out just because they're not at that point in life or whatever Mm -hmm. you have any thoughts on that yeah um uh, yeah i just want to uh i i guess what i meant by that is that i didn't completely take out all of that um 
but there was one particular artist that was actually not a Christian, um, mm-hmm. but was had uh, like Christian themes and uh, and kind of questioning Christianity. And um, for for that one specifically, I chose to took that out because um, he simply was not a Christian, and um, and although he had um, valid questions to ask a Christian, um, it just uh, I couldn't endorse somebody because exactly, uh, yeah. I, 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 I view this platform, I guess, uh, that playlist with um, as, I, I guess, it, it gives that uh, person more listens. And um, if the next track that that person releases is completely condemning Christianity or as swearing, then that really puts uh, me at a bad influence exactly it's a really weird responsibility that i honestly never thought about until i kind of accidentally ended up in this position and that's kind of why i started this podcast is like i don't really know what i'm doing but yet i'm here so i kind of want to talk to people who might have be in the same place or have some advice to share with me because you get this weird responsibility to feel like you need to help other people um engage with music, but you also feel like you're responsible for making sure that they don't, uh, find music that's going to harm them. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, I'm like, and this is a part that I'm not sure if I should mention the specific artist here. Um, uh, but I think I will <laughs> in this case, Okay. <laughs> just for the sake of example, um, there's a, a relevant magazine. Um, I think you've, you probably have heard of it. Yes. And I've I've been a big fan of them. Uh, I was subscribed to them on um, on Facebook and would just would enjoy their uh, articles. And uh, they have the this section on their website called the Drop, and that's where they would highlight all of their music, um, which is most of the time indie artists that are not all that well known. Right. I'm I'm really surprised at some of the artists that they highlight sometimes that. Uh... They, 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 you're right. They pick a lot of indie artists that I would not expect for them to cover. Yeah, and then there was one that that was a uh, uh, Vespertine. Uh, that was that yes. was one. You, you, was that... this was the artist that you actually called me out about. <laughs> That's the one. Okay, yeah. That's the one. I was, I was confused that they were also highlighting, um, and I, I was just like, uh, yeah, it, conf- it put me at, uh, at odds trying to figure out, like, all right. If this was me, can I put that? And I'm like, right. I don't think I can because uh, I'm ge- like allowing this artist to gain traction in the Christian market, and the those Christians are gonna, uh, I, yeah, it, it just our our actions have consequences, and mm-hmm. um, and uh, I just want to do our be- uh, my best by those actions. Yeah, that was. Uh... And I feel like I kind of feel sorry for the artist in that because I really don't know where they're at themselves because I I don't know if they're honestly making music and they don't have a problem with it and they're Christians or if they're somebody that's just kind of accidentally ended up in the Christian market. Like they didn't really intend on being there. They just happened to be associated with somebody who got them associated with Christian music and then all of a sudden they're supposed to be behaving a certain way and... They just don't want to be there, so they just do what they want. I don't know. It, it's really weird. Yeah, 
Yeah, no, yeah, you're right. There's there's a number of reasons that things like that could happen. I know, um, I, I actually, it's so funny how my music t- taste has changed, and I'm sure there's happens for many people, maybe probably even you. I started out uh, listening a lot of rock, metal, mm-hmm. and I got into post-core, um, like screamo and, and all of that. And that was up, up until end of college that 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 was all of my music taste. It was pretty much uh, screamo, uh, like postcore, a metal. And then after college, I kind of mellowed down into kind of indie artists. Uh, and one of the artists that I liked that I thought was Christian was Bless the Fall uh, because oh, yeah. they had they had uh, Christian themes in the music. Mm-hmm. Um, but then I listened to one of their inter- interviews, and um, it was a, a member that left the band, and he said that they uh, they were under Christian, um, I guess, uh, tag uh, only because they were just asked, you seem to have some Christian themes. Do you want to be labeled Christian right. music? They're like, sure, if it gets us. If it gets us more plays, then. Yeah. Why not? So it does happen. Um, yeah. And for some reason, I was thinking that their new vocalist might actually, maybe he was a Christian. I don't know. I haven't really followed along too closely with that. But Yeah, it's been a while. <laughs> yeah. So um, one of the other topics that we've discussed on Reddit, um, or at least you've thrown out there anyway, and I've, I've replied back to it, was... Um, how do you handle playlists when they start getting too big? Uh, is there a good strategy for that? Um, do you start removing songs? Do you uh, start a new playlist? Uh, I'm just kind of, you have any thoughts? Have anything sure, that's yeah, worked not, for you, something that hasn't worked? Yeah, that's a good question for um, it. I think from what I read on just general spot uh, Spotify forums. Uh, there is one like general tip that was thrown up by like moderators, um, and that they said uh, up to two hundred songs is um, a good amount for uh, a playlist. Um, after after two hundred songs, most people um, kind of they lose lose. Uh, I guess the need to continue to listening right. because they, um, so for me, I guess I haven't de- had to deal with it too much other than, uh, with, uh, the yearly indie Christian yeah. that I do, which has been only for two years so far. And, uh, since it's, a uh, a yearly playlist. So like the one I have currently is 2017 indie Christian. So, um, even though it's a 2017 year, I have music in there that is 2017, 2016, and 2015. So anything that is 2015 or 2014, I do my best to remove from the playlist and add it to my a giant playlist, what I call right. for Indie Christian. So that's one way that I, um, that I uh, figure out how to deal with that uh, problem on my end. Um, but I may have to deal with it differently for, uh, for other playlists. This one, I got lucky because it's a yearly playlist. So right. So people, it's probably going to, 
not get too far past that 200 mark, I would guess, most of the time. Yeah. Which, I'm actually surprised that it's as high as 200. I, I would have thought it would be closer to like 30 to 50, something like that. Uh, yeah, it, I mean, it, it should be probably <laughs> uh, a small amount for uh, for that many, but it's just I have a hard time not... Um, it, there's just so many good artists exactly. out there yeah. that I, I have a hard time um, just letting go, some of them not be known. I, I, I really want all of them to get exposure, so I do my best to get as, to keep as many in there, and I do want to make sure that they also sound good. Mm-hmm. Um, that's one of the unfortunate things that sometimes happens. Sometimes we'll I'll get an email, hey, can you uh, add us, and I'll check out the music, and it's all right music, but it's not quite good enough or not quite production quality that it needs to be, or it doesn't really stick out as an indie music. Maybe it couldn't even be considered indie in a sense. So, um, sometimes I, I have to say no. Um, that's probably for the best to keep people coming to your playlist. You don't want to fill it up with stuff that they probably aren't going to like either if you didn't like it. So, so, um, moving on to a different topic, how do you f- discover new music when you're looking for something to put on your playlist? Well, there's a, this pretty awesome website called the Indivision. I don't know if you've heard of it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, that's the website that, um, you started, uh, writing that, um, weekly, uh, post, uh, putting in even Spotify links on there yes. where I can just click on it directly and, um, and it goes to the album or the single, whatever is released in the Christian, uh, Christian uh, realm. Um, and that has been incredibly helpful. And then previously, before that, you did it in Reddit. Um, yeah. And uh, now you're able to do it on the website and then just link it onto Reddit. So that has been uh, one of my primary resources. And then on top of that, I do my best to follow every single um, artists that I've ever listened to, um, that I've had any sort of interest mm-hmm. in, uh, as far as Christian goes, I follow them on, uh, Spotify and, um, there is a release radar playlist that, uh, yes, Spotify. Has. I'm so glad that they made that playlist. It's very yeah, helpful. It's, yeah. It's a very helpful playlist. Cause, uh, anybody that you follow, they, uh, will put that, um, new music that has been released. Uh, they will put that music in there. So, um, that and some other playlists, uh, some other resources. There's a swarm.fm. Yeah, I use that one a lot too. Yeah, that one is a is a good resource as well. Uh, it's not just uh, Friday releases they put on there. Mm-hmm. Other releases as well that are on different days. So um, uh, I'm by no means a nerd of all those resources. I definitely rely heavily on people <laughs> like people like you. <laughs> So do you listen to music any other ways besides Spotify? Um, do you do vinyl or anything like that? You know, I I really wish I was cool like that, a cool, <laughs> uh, cool hipster like that. But I really don't. Uh, I've The idea of it sounds awesome, The um, but I'm just not – I'm a lot more techie than that. Yeah, yeah, um, I understand. It, I kind of like, again, I, I like it in concept. And then I, I think about like the practice of it and how much um, more work that would take than just streaming it from my phone. And then 
also just like the fact that I have to store all of it and keep up with it and mm-hmm. <laughs> like, nah, Spotify works great. <laughs> yeah. I like no, the simplicity. No, that's exactly what it is. I used to, I remember I would used to get DVDs and CDs for, um, for Christmas. Um, when I got DVDs, I, I wouldn't watch any, any of them, honestly. I, uh, and then nor do, would I keep them. I don't think I've kept a single DVD that I've received for it as a gift. Um, I don't think I have any. <laughs> um, and uh, I'm just not a type of person that would keep those things. And right. uh, when I got a hold of Spotify, um, that just like opened up my world. <laughs> this is like this feels like a confession when I say this. Uh, you were asking me about how I listen to music. Mm-hmm. Uh, I uh, now that I've had access to Spotify over the last I don't know maybe three years, um, I would hardly listen to a whole album. This feels like a confession. Yeah, <laughs> I feel bad saying this as a curator, and especially when artists uh, like want me to put their music up uh-huh. there, they would probably like. If I tell them that I like their music, it makes me feel like I'm a liar. If I've only heard only two heard or three one of their tracks. songs, <laughs> uh, but it's just I don't have that much time, and there's just so much good music out yeah. there that most of the time I only end up I, I listen to maybe uh, ten to twenty seconds of a track, and then I go to the next one until yeah. I find one that I like. And I, do you have that? Oh, oh, totally. Uh, before Spotify, I mean, I mostly listened to exclusively albums because I would never buy just a single because it cluttered my iTunes library up. So mm-hmm. I'd only buy albums and I'd listen to the whole album. And then Spotify comes along and suddenly I can just listen to every track almost there is. And I'm just have this overwhelming amount of music to listen to. So I can't listen to all the albums anymore. And yeah. that's really the main reason that I actually still buy CDs is because I do want to listen to those albums. So when it's an artist that I really like, that's really important to me, I buy their CD so that I can put it in my car and actually listen to the whole album as an album and not just a bunch of singles. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a good way. Um, and, uh, there's also, uh, I mean, uh, I was, uh, I think maybe you interviewed or maybe, there's crowdfunding uh, podcast that somebody was starting. Yeah, yeah. Uh, crowdfunding Christian music. I, I interviewed uh, Garrett, who does that. Yeah. And uh, um, I, I, I was going to listen to that. But the uh, it's just, uh, I think I listened to maybe a, a bit of that. And that really made me think about how, like, these artists are starting out. And when you uh, crowdfund, fund, uh, fund or you uh, buy a uh, pre-release, you really are helping them out a ton. Oh yeah, definitely. Uh, to get get their music out there. Um, so uh, I, it made me think about supporting some mm-hmm. artists that I really love. I uh, think the- crowdfunding and music streaming are a great thing that works together. And I don't know, I don't really see this in the industry, which surprises me. I wish I saw it more. But to me, it feels like if you help fund the album i have no problem if you want to basically give it away on spotify because i know that they're not making a lot of money on it like i'll gladly put up front my 10 bucks to make this album from this band that i love so that everybody can have access to it on on spotify Mm -hmm. because i feel like it's almost like the anti-piracy like i'm gonna pay up front so that nobody nobody can steal it because it doesn't exist yet 
Yeah. No, that for sure. Yeah, I'm gonna. I'm excited to listen to that because uh, I've listened to only the bit of it, and yeah. uh, it sounds like a good um, reason for like crowdfunding. I I never thought of um, like a why people do the crowdfunding mm-hmm. for music, but it makes a ton of sense because it it takes a lot of money. Yeah. To uh, release that. So moving on to our our last segment, so we can wrap this up. What have you been listening to lately? Any songs that are just like um, really just stuck in your head and you just want to play on repeat or albums or whatever? Um, let's see. I do. I hit shuffle a lot. <laughs> so that that's my huge thing is uh, I, I have uh, I'm pretty ADHD. And uh, um, so I, I do like to hear new tra- uh, new tracks pretty much every minute but uh with that i i made an exception i've listened to two albums fully um in in the last month and uh mm-hmm. that was uh uh cass um that indie artist that i yes. told you about um from uh, i think new zealand um i've listened it's just so incredible how well produced that music is um and um also Another one was that was released, I think, last Friday. It was Jess Ray. Um, yes, yeah. Yeah, and um, she's just got a, a, um, a really nice, um, I would say maybe raspy tone to her mm-hmm. voice. And um, lyric, lyrically, um, it's really good music, and um, it just it doesn't get boring for me. So I, I've listened to both of those albums um holy and i've uh, did my best to um share them with uh, anybody that i thought of um so yeah i think those were um kind of the ones lately and then uh, most of the time i just hit shuffle when i do listen uh, at work or mm-hmm. in the car but i, I want to ask you the same actually i would love to hear from you Okay. Um, let's see. Lately, I'm in my car right now. The album that I'm, I'm playing, that I'm listening to uh, as a full album, has been uh, Knox Hamilton's "The Heights," which uh, a lot of that's probably because they're a band from Central Arkansas, so they're my home state band. So I really want to support them. I, yeah. I like local music like that, and there's not a whole lot in Arkansas to be honest. So, <laughs> yeah. Um, but uh, that, that's the album that I've been playing the most. As far as singles go, I'm trying to think. Oh, uh, there was actually one single that I did come across that I liked that I don't know a whole lot about, but um, it was called "It's Called Empire" is the name of the song, and it's by an artist called Harmageddon, and uh, it features an artist called Nordic Fire. But anyway, it's a single, and there's it's actually the remix of the single that's got um, uh, what do you call it? It's not a it's a violin, but uh, a fiddle, yeah, in it. That's oh. it's like an electronic music with a fiddle in it, and it's just uh, the whole a really weird mix that I like. Uh, but I don't really know a whole lot about either of the artists. I know that Harmageddo uh, seems to be a Christian artist, but I don't know about the uh, guest vocalist. Yeah. Huh. Have you noticed how um, uh, the more you got into music, I guess the more you got into accessibility of Spotify um, and like all this streaming, um, I guess uh, the less you kind of 
spend time listening to the same artist. Um, yeah, there's a, definitely some truth to that, that uh, you, there's just so many more artists to listen to that you it's difficult to find time to listen to just one. Yeah, uh, that's why I kind of go to some of those concerts as well, because it gives me a reason to also listen to the same artist more. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, let's wrap this thing up. Um, for our listeners that want to keep up with you and what you're doing with Indie Christian Sound, uh, where can they find you online? Yeah, on Facebook, um, they can uh, just look up uh, Indie Christian Sound, um, either the three words or they can just put it as all uh, as in one word and mm-hmm. should be able to find that on there as a Facebook page. And then uh, on uh, Spotify, it's uh, Indie Christian Sound is the um, user account that all all the playlists are under. Um, and then we, it's not just uh, the Indie Christian playlist that's on there. We uh, got also like Christian Party and all the other uh, all the different uh, genres or themes that I've got on there. There's one that I, I really love listening to lately. It's a uh, uh, digital chill pill. Um, what is and, that? One? Uh, I'm, I, that's one of the ones I actually have not listened to. Uh, yeah, and uh, that one, uh, I, it, it's so funny. I, I create some of these playlists uh, uh, for sometimes for my friends, and uh, one of my friends, he's really into the electronic indie um, uh, genre, and uh, so uh, this digital chill playlist has a lot more uh, music that is. Has kind of has a chill beat uh, theme to it, I guess, and uh, but it's a lot of indie artists that are have a, like electronic tone mm-hmm. to it. So um, yeah, it's it's pretty nice and relaxing. That one has keeps gaining traction slowly, so I'm I'm start starting to uh, tailor it more. Cool. But yeah, so Spotify and uh, Facebook. All right. Can find that. Well, I really appreciate you coming on here. I've been really excited to get to talk to you and actually meet, meet you kind of yeah. <laughs> finally. And, um, yeah, finally. It's been a lot of fun, so thanks. And uh, if you're listening to this, thank you for listening to the I Know a Guy podcast. You can find us on Facebook, and you can subscribe in iTunes and Google Play uh, if you want to continue to hear more episodes. And you can keep up with what I've been writing about and find my list of new music on Indie Vision Music. And thanks for listening.